And as they departed, Jesus began to say unto the multitudes concerning John, What went ye out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken with the wind? But what went ye out for to see? A man clothed in soft raiment? Behold, they that wear soft clothing are in king's houses. But what went ye out for to see a prophet? Yea, I say unto you, more than a prophet. For this is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare the way before thee. Verily I say unto you, among them that are born of women, there, there hath not risen a greater than John the Baptist, notwithstanding he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John, if ye will receive it, this is Elias, which was for to come. He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. But whereunto shall I liken this generation? It is like unto the children sitting in the markets, calling unto their fellows and saying, We have piped unto you, and ye have not danced. We have mourned unto you, and ye have not lamented. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say he hath a devil. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Behold, a man gluttonous and a wine-bibber, a friend of publicans and sinners. But wisdom is justified of her children. Praise God. And I want to preach for a little while today, and uh, I don't know exactly what I'm going to title this, but I feel like God wants this church to hear his voice today. Amen. There's a lot of voices in this world that are in constant competition for the voice that comes across this pulpit. And so today I'm going to preach to you the will of God. Amen. Let's ask God to help us. God, I ask you, Lord, God, to reach down by the power of the Holy Ghost. Touch your people today. God, I thank you, Lord, for your word. God, that your word is anointed. God, I ask you to anoint our ears, our hearts to receive. Anoint me to preach your word. In the name of Jesus Christ, God, I thank you for Holy Ghost and fire today. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. I praise you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. You can be seated. I want to just start by making this statement today that in this world we live in, amen, the spirits... The Bible says that evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse. And so we have to understand that in living for God, we're going to fight spiritual warfare. Amen. We, got, we are going to have to resist the devil. Amen. The Bible tells us the way to resist the devil, amen, is to submit yourselves therefore unto God. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. And so when we're submitted to God and we submit ourselves, uh, amen, to the power of the Holy Ghost, uh, 
and we're submitted completely to God, to the man of God. The Bible says to submit yourselves one to another. Amen. And it's the will of God concerning you. But when we learn submission, amen, when we resist the devil, amen, there comes a powerful promise of the Scripture, amen, that he will flee from us. Amen. I said the devil will flee from us. Uh, Amen. You don't have to put up with the devil hanging around. What you need to do is submit yourselves, therefore, unto God and resist the devil. How do you resist him? In the name of Jesus. Amen. How do you resist him? By the blood of Jesus. How do you resist him? By a walk with God. How do you resist him? By a relationship with God. Well, praise God. Amen. I said resist the devil. That means fighting. Hallelujah. Amen. If you turn in your Bibles to Luke chapter 16, one thing that I have uh, noticed that the, the Gospels, amen, are, they're not synonymous, they're not identical, but there are many passages of Scripture. Amen. There are many passages of Scripture that are, uh, they are, mirrors of what Jesus said and the reason why they are said uh, and they are recorded many times more than just once or twice but three times and even four times later in the scriptures in the New Testament of what Jesus commanded the church to do amen is it's very important uh, that you get this is what God is wanting the church to know it's very important that you get this in living for God. Because the way you're going to live for God is by the Holy Ghost, uh, by revelation. Uh, Amen. There's things that come to you, amen, that are not revelation per se, but it's our understanding of the Scripture. Amen. And Jesus uh, said in Luke chapter 16 and verse 15, and he said unto them, Ye are they which justify yourselves before men, but God knoweth your hearts. For that which is highly esteemed among men is abomination in the sight of God. Now that's not what I come to preach, but that's a strong piece of meat in the scripture. Amen. The law and the prophets were until John. And since that time the kingdom of God is preached. It suffereth violence. And every man presseth into it. What are we pressing into? Into the kingdom of God. Amen. If you are going to be part of the kingdom of God, you are going to press your way into it. Amen. You're not going to come to church and say, Jesus, accept me as I am. It won't work. No, when we come to church in everything that we do, we press our way into the kingdom. Amen. We press our way in in our prayer, in our pre-service prayer, in our Saturday night family prayer. Amen. In our home life. I want to ask you a question. What do you do at home? Amen. Do you just sit around and completely forget God? I want to ask you something. Are you pressing your way into the kingdom? Amen. I said press your way in. Hey, the kingdom of God is not just meat and drink. It's not a physical address. The kingdom of God, hey man, is everywhere.
everywhere that we are because we are the kingdom. You are the kingdom. You're the children of God. You're the family of God. And you got to press your way into it. Hey, I said press your way on the job, in the truck, amen, in the house, amen, in your, everywhere you're at, press your way into it. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, I'm giving you a key to revival, personal revival. You got to press your way into the kingdom. Amen. Amen. The devil tells me, oh, don't say anything. That's the time to say it louder. The devil tells you, oh, don't go to church and pray. That's the time to pray. Amen. Until all heaven is shaken. Hallelujah. It's time to pray until the house is shaken. Oh, God, i got to press my way into this. Oh, if you're anything in life that's worth having, hey, man, you're not going to get it just because you got your hand out. Hey, man, you're going to get it because you press your way into it. Anything that God has for you, hey, man, you got to press your way into it. You say, well, Pastor, God fills people and gives them the gift of the Holy Ghost, but you got to press your way into it. You got to press through your flesh. That old, that old veil of flesh, you got to press through it. You got to say, wait a minute. Hey, man, I've, I've got to lay down this old way of thinking. I've got to lay down this old way of living. I'm getting rid of the booze and the alcohol. I'm getting rid of the dancing and the worldly music. I'm getting, oh, it's a brand new life. I don't have time for that old life. I don't have time for them old actions. I'm going to press my way into the kingdom. Well, hallelujah. I've had people ask me, ask me, say, well, do you dance? I say, I come to the church and dance. I dance before the Lord. Hey, man, I'm not dancing some worldly dance, some fleshly dance, some carnal dance. Hey, man, I'm coming to the house of the Lord. Hey, man, to press my way into worship. I said to press my, come on church, we're a worshiping church and the devil would like to steal your worship. I refuse to allow the devil to steal my worship. The devil would like to steal your prayer life. I promise you, praise God. Give that to Sister Martha, please. You say, Pastor, what are you doing? My handkerchief's right here. That one's got some oil and sweat on it now, sister. <laughs> Praise God. It's honest. <laughs> if somebody was going to steal something from you, man, you'd have your axe and 238s out. You know, that's the way we got to get impressing our way into the kingdom is tell the thief, I'm sick and tired of you stealing from me, stealing my blessing, stealing my victory. Amen. And you need to tell God and yourself, I'm pressing my way into a brand new prayer life, a brand new walk with God. You say, well, what's new about it? A refreshing, a renewing. Oh, hallelujah. I'm tired of the devil stealing and killing and destroying. It's time to press into the kingdom. Yeah. 
I said press into the kingdom. Press into it. Amen. Uh, uh, the devil tried to steal your blessing. This isn't in my notes, but you can turn there. Very familiar passage of scripture. Malachi chapter 3. I don't care whether I owe 10 cents tithe on a dollar or whether I owe 100,000 on a million. It doesn't matter. The percentage is still the same. Amen. Don't let the devil mess with you. You know, if you get the principle, this is the principle, we're getting ready to read it, is that when I obey the scripture, there's a blessing. The devil will try to convince you, oh, you don't have to do that. That's not really necessary. It's, it's a mind game. The devil play, will play mind games with you. I told a man one time, I told him, I pointed my finger at him. And I said, I don't care what you do in your household, but I said, don't you ever play mind games with me and my son one more time because I don't play that game. I said, do you understand that? You know, there's times where I can get real plain. Uh, the middle name comes out in my attitude. It's called Jack character. And my dad, uh, he was like that. If he felt like, uh, you needed to understand something a little more clearly. He would take his finger and point it in your face and say, do you understand that? You know what some of you need to do is you need to proverbially, you can't see the devil, but you need to point your finger in his face and say, I want you to understand something, devil. You're not going to steal my blessing. Oh, yeah, I said, you're not going to steal my blessing. Hey, man, you need to say, wait a minute. I know what the promise is of the word of God. Hey, man, the devil try to make you forget the promises of the word of God. Malachi chapter 3 verse 8 says, will a man rob God? Yet have you robbed me? But you say, wherein have we robbed thee? In tithes and offerings. You are cursed with a curse. For ye have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse. That, where's the storehouse at? 1319 E17. I don't pay my tithes to radio evangelist. I certainly don't pay them to a TV evangelist. Well, praise God. But it says right here that there may be meat in mine house. And prove me now, herewith saith who? The Lord of hosts. Everyone say the Lord of hosts. If I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. You say, what's that saying, Pastor Carriker? Hey, amen. It doesn't matter how big a banking account you got. When God gets through, hey, amen, blessing you because of obedience to his word, you know what God's going to do? Hey, amen, God's going to make it to where there's not room enough to receive it because it's according to his word and not my word. 
Oh, yeah. Hey, all you young men, all you young ladies, uh, get in on the blessing plan. Uh, all the rest of you get in on the, you know what you got to do is press your way in. Uh, press your way in. Uh, press your way in. When the devil tells you, oh, don't pay your tithe and offering, uh, hey, man, put a little bit more in. That's what I do. Uh, hey, man, st- stick five more dollars in there and say, in your eye, devil. Press your way in. Press your way in. You're not pressing your way into my kingdom. You're pressing your way into God's kingdom. Amen. And the further I get in, the more I realize, wow, God, amen, he honors his word. He's never failed. My God doesn't change. Amen. He blessed Abraham. And through Abraham, I'm blessed. I said, through Abraham, I'm blessed. Amen. And you know who the first person to pay tithe was Abraham. And so that man, his spiritual genetics are in my walk with God. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. You got to press your way in. Keep on pressing. The devil liked to make you forget, Sister Sharon, all the years, and you still are. Never stop. Amen. All the years that you've given to missions. There's home mission churches now. There's churches now that are running hundreds of people. Amen. Because of your efforts. Did she do it alone? No. Amen. She gave it to, She gave her lunch to God. She said, God, here's my lunch money. Amen. You know what God's doing with her lunch money? He's blessing it and he's breaking it. Can I tell you something? She pressed in. She's pressing in. I'm trying to tell you something, church, in this new year, We've got to press our way in. We've got to get more serious, more determined than we ever have. That we've got to keep on pressing. Press, press, press. You've got to keep on pressing. Oh, yeah. The devil, he is a socialist. Amen. You see, wow, I didn't know the devil was a socialist. Well, I won't call him a Democrat. But But he's a socialist. You say, why is he a socialist? Because he teaches people to have their hand out. You know, the the old phrase was coined by a very adulterous president. His name was John F. Kennedy. But he said, don't ask what your country can do for you, but ask what you can do for your country. Don't ask what God can do for you. Ask what you can do for your God. Say, wait a minute. God, what have I done for you this year? What have I done? Hey, man, this past year for you and this year that's coming up, God, what more can I do? How can I press my way into the kingdom? How can I make a difference? Come on, this isn't just about coming to church and sitting on a pew. You got a part in the kingdom of God. You you are an integral part, a role in the kingdom of God. And it's time to see God do a miracle in your life. People get a little uncomfortable when I preach like this. 
But you know something? Don't get uncomfortable. You know, preaching, preaching is spreading the good news. And the good news is, is that you've got opportunity to scoot up, to climb higher, to do more. Yes. You say, well, Pastor, I'm doing all I can now. Amen. Keep on pressing. Don't let up. Keep your foot to the, keep the pedal to the metal. Amen. Just say, okay, God, I'm not stopping anything. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Amen. I'm not going to stop. Amen. Living for you. I'm going to increase my living for you. Amen. I'm going to see God's works. Amen. I'm going to get out of the shallows. You ever notice how when he, when you're in, like you, you just you can do do this, you can do it today if you want, or wait till summer when it's a little warmer. But you can go out to the lake, and you can walk out into ankle deep to knee deep water, and you can run through the water, no problem. Today would be a very cold day, but you can still do it nonetheless, and it's not that difficult, it's not that hard. Uh, it's, it's easy to get through the water because you can step above the resistance. But the deeper you go, you begin to feel the force of that water. How many has ever felt the force of water before? You get out into the deep water. You get it out in water up to your neck. And all of a sudden you realize that there's something a whole bunch bigger than my 300 pounds out here in the water. You say, how, how heavy is water? It's about eight pounds per gallon. Uh, I, I don't know the exact decimal, amen, but water, uh, one, one gallon of it, you know you got something in your hand, uh, but you get 10 gallons and you got 80 pounds on your shoulder around you, amen. But you, when you get out in that water and you start running in neck deep water, uh, you realize that you're pressing into it. Uh, but you know where you're going to find God's works at, my Bible says? Uh, you're going to find God's works in the deep, uh, Hey man, you're going to find where God's moving at. There's nothing wrong, hey man, with first getting in the church. There's nothing wrong with getting the Holy Ghost. But go a little deeper. Press a little further. Hey man, oh yeah, do what the man of God's told you to do. And you'll find God's works in the deep. You'll find that pressing that you've been pressing for. God will help you to go a little bit further. Go a little higher. Go a little deeper. And you'll find that pressing on into the kingdom that God will bless you. Jesus said every man that enters into the kingdom presseth his way in. You got to keep on pressing. Keep on pressing. Let's talk about preaching. What does the Bible say about preaching? The Bible says we are saved by the foolishness of preaching. We're going to start with the basics. That when you get into church, coming to church, it's exciting. But you soon realize that to remain faithful in living for God, you've got to press your way in. Amen. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by what? The Word of God. 
And how shall they hear without a preacher? Without a preacher. You're not going to hear the word of God without a preacher. You say, yeah, I can hear it read on, online, the Bible. No, 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 no. We're saved by preaching. Now, I can tell you about 30 different things that we're saved by, but I'm not here to go on that Bible study today. But one of the things that we are saved by is the preached word of God. When the preacher gets up to preach, it's without fear or favor. When this pastor gets up to preach, I'm not a respecter of persons. Hey Amen. I don't care who you are, what your name are, whether you're doctor, lawyer, or whether you are uh, a pauper. It doesn't matter. I'm going to preach to you the word of God. Amen. I'm going to preach to you because I know if I don't preach to you, you'll be lost. And so when you come to church, uh, hey man, you understand that when you walk through those doors, uh, there is a pressure, there is a fight that's going on, uh, and you've got to press your way past the spirits uh, of this world that tell you, don't go to the house of God. You've got to press your way past, uh, hey man, the sicknesses in your body, uh, and say, if I can get to the house of God, uh, I can be anointed with oil, and the prayer of faith uh, shall save the sick. Hey church. Don't let the devil allow sickness in your life to keep you out of church. Say, I'm going to the house of God. If I don't have some fever or I can't get out of bed, I'm going to church. Say, Pastor, why do you preach on that a lot? Hey, man, it's because I know that if I don't preach for you, the devil is against you and will try to keep you from getting to the house of God. Go to church. Go to church. I'm going to the house of God. Have you noticed that the world gives God one hour a week, but I'm giving God every hour of the day, every minute, every second, every hour there is, I'm giving it to God. I'm pressing my way in. Keep on pressing. You got to press. You got to push. And you know what happens when you keep on pressing? It's pretty soon you have a breakthrough. I'm pushing as hard as I can. And all of a sudden it breaks through. Man, I fall flat on my face. The Bible says just, man, he gets back up. We always take it in a sinful connotation. What about if we have a breakthrough? Boom! How many has ever been pushing on something real hard and it just all of a sudden it gives away? And you find yourself flat on the ground. You're like, man, I didn't expect that to happen. You know, some of you are on the verge of a breakthrough in your walk with God. And the devil's doing everything he can to keep you, hey man, from getting to that breakthrough. You know what you need to do? Hey man, let's keep on pressing. Jesus said, every man that enters into the kingdom presseth his way. You know what? You need a blessing. You need to press your way into it. Hey man, you need an answer from God. You need to keep on praying. I'm going to keep on praying. I'm going to keep on pressing. I'm going to see God do the miracle. Oh, hallelujah. We get to church. I made it to church. We worship God. We worship God. The word worship comes from the word worth 
relationship. That he's worthy. You say, oh, pastor, don't come to church and praise the devil. Come to the church and praise God. Don't worry. If you want to, I don't want to be, I don't want to be negative when I say this, but when we walk through those doors, I believe that there's stuff that falls off of us. You walk through the door, I believe God has big old angels back there saying, get off of them. Get, get off of them. Get out of here, you old devil. Well, praise the Lord, somebody. When you come in here, don't just sit there. Just start praising God. Say, God, I thank you. It seems like I just preached on this. Amen. That I'm going to praise God before the victory. Yeah. Hallelujah. If all you can say is hallelujah, just lift your hands and say hallelujah. Oh, can you lift your hands right now and say hallelujah? You see what happens? That when everybody in here starts pressing, all of a sudden, I, I felt something break in the spirit. God hears. He hears the praise of his people. Well, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise to the King of Kings. But you got to press. Pretty soon, there's a little tap in your foot. There's a clap in your hand. Oh, there's a joy in your spirit. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, go ahead. You clap your hands. It's all right. Yeah, la, 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 my Sunday. Jesus. Hallelujah! Hallelujah!
Oh, the Holy Ghost is here right now. Yeah, Hallelujah. 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 Oh, God. Oh, is there anybody here that helped me press right now? Oh, go ahead and break on into that spirit of prayer. Spirit of worship. Oh, your word is for me, God. Your promises are yea and amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah. 